0: What's going on, everybody? What's up, folks? We're back again. Episode number 89.
1: Yeah. And
0: before we get going too far, talk about some headphones, will you?
1: Yes. Some Studio headphones or earbuds. You can go over to Studio.com and check them out. You can go over to Studio.com and check them out because they have headphones, earbuds, and they have this fancy little thing, uh, Bluetooth speaker. I'm getting one. Cool. For sure. Cool Getting one. Yes. And. Whatever you find, because we know you're gonna find something, because you know, well, with this whole because it's studio and they make yeah. good
0: stuff. And if you're quarantined, you might as well listen to shit anyway.
1: Exactly, might as well listen to something. And right, you probably don't want to have other people listen, you know, hearing what you're listening to because, well, we do have kind of a potty mouth. If you're gonna listen mouths. to something, it might as well be us. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you know, we don't. Pass somebody, ha- on. somebody has to listen to us. True, we,
0: we can't spread the virus through your ears. No,
1: well, maybe. Anyway, put what you find into your basket. Go to checkout and put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Yeah. Also, while you're on the internet,
0: darkwindowspod.threadless.com. Go get a t-shirt. Go get a long sleeve. Go get a, I don't know, a notebook. They got stickers. Get a sweatshirt. Whatever. Whatever you get, it's going to have our stuff on it. And it's awesome, good quality stuff. I've got a couple shirts myself, and I love them. So go check them out.
1: Sweet. So this are, week, yeah. What are we talking about this week? We're gonna talk, uh, cover one of those topics that's kind of, sh- kind of strange. You, you know, not unique, but strange. Yeah, there's been more than just one. Actually, there was just, well, sort of one of these.
0: Other situations like it.
1: Yeah. So the strangeness is that is a ship called the SS Orang Medan. And Kevin, you know, kept telling me it's not
0: Menden because you're saying Menden, and I'm like, Menden. it's not Menden. It's Madon,
1: <laughs> and this is a ship that is was a Dutch freighter, and it happened. This event kind of happened ar- somewhere around June twenty seventh, nineteen forty seven, but it could have actually happened as early or later as February of nineteen forty eight. So it's somewhere between that time period. You know, some people just—it's a window. <laughs> yeah, they don't really know whether. Whether it you know took place this time or this time, some actually even claim that it never took place at all. But we'll I have definitely that. seen that where yeah. they're
0: like, "No, this is all bullshit. It didn't actually happen."
1: Um, uh, but of every all the all the information that I saw, they kind of all jived and said that it did happen in the South Seas. Um, and it they did send out two messages. The first. Was, they, they, all the messages were actually sent out via Morris SOS. Code. Yeah, you know, via Morse code. Uh, the one of the first messages was: "All officers, including captain, are dead, lying in charter room, in the charter room, and the bridge. Possibly a whole crew dead. Fuck." Uh, then a follow up message said, uh, "I die." That's fucking nuts. And then there was, like, a whole bunch of, like, garbled...
0: Yeah, there was a third message that they couldn't decipher, right?
1: Like, that was kind of, like, those two messages, like, the possible, you know, like, all officers, including the captain are dead, lying in the charter room in bridge, uh, possibly whole whole crew dead. That was kind of, like, you know, one message, and then it kind of, like, there was a pause. Yep. And then, I die. Right. Okay. And then, there, then the second message was pretty much just, you know, nothing.
0: Yeah, like the gobbledygook was like... Yeah. yeah. They couldn't decipher it.
1: But I did also see that... it Kind of hinted that there was even... Uh, the f- actual first message wasn't that, you know, all the crew was dying and such like that. It was actually, send help. Uh, send a doctor. Right. You know, because stuff is happening. Um, now... Before I continue, I have to say that I did get some of this from a declassified uh, letter um, that was written to the CIA by C.H. Mark Jr. Um, so that's where I kind of got some of that, and he quoted in his letter the SOS message, right? Um, but we'll get into his little little letter more, okay? You know, a little later on. So now. The uh, SOS message, uh, you know, sent via radio, actually gave them a um, a direction of where they were located, mm-hmm. and so, the, you know, people knew what the last position was. Right, so they, so could, they could eventually go.
0: send help. Yeah. Or and a recovery crew at this point, probably.
1: Exactly. Or, yeah, possibly. Because if, you know, if if the message was to, be, to believe that everyone was just dead... You know they're gonna to have to send a recovery crew, right? Um, so the last position known was along the Straits of Malacca, which is situated around Sumatra in Malaysia. Okay. Um, the signal was picked up by two American ships, as well as British and Dutch listening posts. The men manning these posts managed to triangulate the, s- the source of these broadcasts to that you know that area. Yeah. A conscripted American merchant ship called the Silver Star was closest to the presumed location of the Orang Madan, Orig- and it was originally christened the Santa Cecilia by the Graceline, uh, which is the WR Graceline and company. Okay, so it's a shipping yeah. company, right? Yes. The vessel had been renamed the Silver Star when the United States Mar- Maritime Commission drafted it in 1946 the they were now they were 19 hours away which is the listening post was no the silver star oh okay yeah that's a haul, they, dude. yeah they were 19 hours away from the madame but they were the closest damn and when they arrived to the last known position of the ship they actually didn't find it so they went out 50 miles from that position and actually found it now they saw the ship so they the captain had a set of boarding parties, you know, disembark the ship and go over to the Madonna. Yeah, board it and kind of yeah. see what's going on. With well, that. when they arrived alongside the Orang, there was no signs of life that could be seen at all um, throughout the ship itself. And they didn't see any damage to the ship at all. Um, at first glance, you no, know, they didn't, didn't see any Right,
0: there's nothing obviously yeah. wrong with the ship, why anybody would be dead yeah. or...
1: Because that would probably, you know, one of the first things you'd look for, you'd say, okay, all right, because well, you're you know, so far down, okay, is there any damage to the ship anywhere? I can't right, see anything, right, right. you know. Just a quick glance. And then you have to get on, you know, you go up to the ship because, you know, you don't see anybody on the deck or anything. So, okay. All right, well, maybe everyone's inside. Right. Let's, let's you know, let's get on the boat and... We'll take, you know, take an inventory of what's going on.
0: Yeah, and check for survivors and all that fun stuff.
1: So all efforts to contact the crew failed, and the ship was boarded. When the board, when they boarded the ship, they found in an eerie sight, which was that no living being was alive. Nothing was alive at all on the ship. Okay. The captain of the ship was lying dead on the bridge. And the bodies of the other officers were sprawled out all over the wheelhouse, charter room, and ward room. Um, Now, when I say not a living thing was alive, that goes for, I mean, not a living thing.
0: Yeah, wasn't there like a dog on there that died too? Yeah.
1: That's fucking sad, dude. Ship dog, which is a small (laughs) terrier. Poor thing. Here's the strange thing about this. The dog... Was found laying lifeless, and its face was basically frozen, and with its um teeth bared, like in anger. So it was like
0: snarling, like yeah, like yeah. either all,
1: well, either in. They didn't really know if it was anger or agony. Yeah, I mean that's a similar look for dogs either way though. Yeah, uh, the bodies of the rest of the crew lay throughout the ship, and they they actually had um. Described this in the Merchant Marine to the Merchant Marine Council, and this is what the description of those bodies was: was it their frozen faces were upturned to the sun, the mouths were gaping open, and eyes staring. Now this kind of sounds a little bit strange, you know, like what the hell? Yeah, like
0: how the fuck did you guys
1: die? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Uh, because well, it's strange because when the bodies were Examined the findings were that there were no signs of wounds or injuries to any of the bodies.
0: Hmm. Any, like, any signs of like, uh, like suffocation or anything like that? Were they like purple or no. bloated or anything? Okay, nope. that's
1: that's nope. strange. No, see, when I when I read this, you know, first preliminary, I actually was like, okay, hmm. Well, I mean, what happened to. I'll explain what happened to the ship after you know in a little bit, but you could kind of be like, oh, maybe that was that could have been it too. But when you know seeing it, I know I'm being a little bit vague here, but but when you know after reading this, you know seeing this and reading it, you I kind of was like, well, maybe that's not so much true. And I'll just tell you, the boat blew up. Okay. Because they saw smoke building up and everything else, and I kind of went to probably the same place you did, maybe carbon, you know, monoxide poisoning, yeah. something like that. Well, but I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know, because I mean, if everybody died, I mean, they, they would go out to the ship, they go out to the, you know, because if they got sick or smelled, because it isn't, I think CO kind of smells like something. Carbon
0: monoxide's got like a like a rotten egg smell yeah, to it. Yeah, so guess. I mean,
1: you would, you know. You'd be like, oh, man, that smells real bad, and they'd want to get out onto the deck.
0: Yeah, once you're out in open air, it would dissipate, I would think.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you find people, all these bodies just laying around everywhere, you know, it kind of would lead you to believe that, hey, maybe that's not so much true. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, no, I... Oh, actually, we're wrong. CO2 does not have an order. That's why it's the silent killer. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. I should know that.
1: Damn. Well, now... I did find another source that stated that the twenty-two crew members that were found dead, um, all you know, so all of them that they found twenty-two crew members dead. Right. Well, now there was, according to this source, possibly one lifeboat that was missing. So, which leads to believe that maybe some crew members had actually escaped.
0: Right. So maybe maybe some people
1: had gotten off. Yeah. Now there was no signs of the lifeboat and it was never found, well at that time. Right. You know. Apparently it was later found. Now during the searches the during the search of efforts, the rescue party noticed that several thing several things that struck them as odd or strange. The local temperature was in excess of a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Now some like put it at you know like 111, some said 110, right. some said 112. Either way, it's pretty Doesn't fucking matter. warm, yeah. It's excess of 100 degrees. But, I mean,
0: that, that part of the area, that that part of the world's not uncommon for it to be that hot, yeah. I wouldn't think, especially out on the ocean in the open sun.
1: And see, exactly. Yeah, That's what, it's, I, it's I going to get thi- warm. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, what's so strange about that? Right. You know? But what is strange is that members of the team felt an ominous chill on when – emitting from somewhere so like actually they were cold when they was there any kind
0: of refrigeration on this ship
1: i would say so i mean it's uh
0: i almost wonder if there was like a
1: maybe i don't know yeah
0: some kind of a rupture and like the refrigerant was escaping so everything under deck was cold
1: don't know doesn't really tell what was aboard the ship
0: Right. Well, I, I mean, there, there are theories. Yeah, I, I've got one that I've got pulled up that I was like, well, I think I remember hearing something about this. I well, wanted to pull hold, it up just you to be hold safe
1: because I might. Have
0: I'm sure that. you have, but I have. Yeah.
1: That. Um. Now there also seem to be, uh, the bodies seem to be decaying quicker than they should have been. Well, I mean, being hot like that, I can understand that. Well, I would think they'd be bloated and everything else. Right. At first, they get bloated yeah. real fast. Um. They just so. After some discussion, they decided to tow the ship to the nearest port and began making preparations. Now, also during their little search of the ship, they actually did go around it on the outside and to look for damage. Could see maybe, hey, maybe this might be the cause of it. You know, something ruptured, uh, hit hit, hit the ship and caused something to happen, you know, in the— um, in the engine room or whatever, to cause you know everybody to die, but like I said before, they didn't see any damage at all to the ship. Right, it was perfectly fine.
0: Hmm. Now, so there's something fishy. There, something's yeah, yeah something's not right here.
1: Yeah, something's not right in Denmark. You know, something's really yeah. rotten. Something's rotten in Denmark. So, like I said, after the so after that quick conference aboard the ship, they they decided to tow it tied a you know tied a rope onto the right. ship brought it back to the silver star and tied it around to get ready to uh start towing it
0: because i i think there's something in maritime law where you f- you find an abandoned ship you're allowed to tow it to salvage it and make money off of it
1: yeah, well, I don't, that wasn't their case. They were no. looking to just, you know, try to figure out what was going on. But
0: still, you can make a little bit of money in the Probably. in the process, why not?
1: Probably, yeah. Uh So, as the crew members of the Silver Star put the towing line on to the boat, mm-hmm. they notice they look back and notice smoke and flames belching from number 4 hold. Okay. The boarding party noticed that the fire was spreading rapidly. And that it could be possibly, uh, they couldn't possibly subdue it.
0: Right. At all. So at this point in time, they're trying to, they're fucking like. So they started like, to cut ropes. I would yeah, imagine. to like cut get, get rid of line. this and-,
1: and it wasn't long after the tow line was cut that they got, so they they had been off the ship and they were like cutting it off, and right? Cutting it, cutting it. Well, because I guess it was lo- must have been lower, um on on the Silver Star. That's the only thing I can think of. Probably wasn't up high. It was down lower. Okay. So, the, sh- the crew hadn't got back onto the ship before the maiden exploded, and the ship then began to sink. Fuck.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: So, th- which meant that all of the crew went down with the ship.
0: All, all the dead crew members, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, none, none of the people, none of the other crew were yes. killed, I don't think.
1: Yes. No. No, nobody from the Silver Star died. Right. Okay. Wow. Now, on July twelfth, nineteen forty-seven, a good three years later, a bu- uh, this is, you know, where this that lifeboat comes back in. Where I said it wasn't found then, but it was found later. Well, it was. So the lifeboat found three weeks later was washed ashore on one of the islands of that were part of the Marshall Islands. One of the like one of the yep. little yep. islands in the yep. chain. Yeah. Of the seven passengers, six had already died. The last surviving person was carried from the boat right. by a missionary. The person allegedly was second officer of Orang Madan called Jerry Rabbit. Hmm. According to his information, the uh, Orang Madan had arrived in Ballas Shanghai on June 7, nineteen forty-seven, where Rabbit was recruited. The ship's command of the steamer, however, strangely enough, did not want to see any papers from him.
0: That's kind of weird. You'd yeah. think that they would want to have some. Uh, I know information some kind of, for the guy. Yeah. The this now, this fucking guy's off. I don't trust this guy already. The lone well, survivor.
1: I, uh, mm, I I'm don't gonna know. this this kind of uh, plays into everything else really because all oh, the a lot more stuff that you kind of look will look back and go maybe he's kinda of telling the truth.
0: No, no, I'm not saying he's not telling the truth. I just don't trust the guy. Mm. You're the lone survivor of how of how many? Yeah. And they found you somewhere and they didn't ask for any papers. Eh, this sounds a little well, no, super no, no, villainy no, no. to no. me. No. You
1: know? No, no, no. The people that found him didn't ask him for papers. Oh,
0: okay. The way you worded, it, I thought when no. he got when he got recruited they
1: didn't ask for any papers. When he got recruited to go on the ship, he didn't get asked, yeah. Yeah, that's a little fishy. Well, if it's a top-secret mission boat, you, eh. you know, you don't need anything.
0: Yeah, but I'd like to know that you were still, you know, knew what was, you know, you knew exactly, maybe not exactly, but you knew something as to what's going on with it.
1: maybe. So now, the second officer suspected that a large proportion of the crew had been recruited in a similar manner. According to Rabbit's information, it was originally a Chinese steamer, which had possibly been used for cargo or as a troop transport. So that was kind of like the backstory onto the Orang Madon. Okay. Okay. Of how what happened on it and everything. Now, so if you thought that that was kind of strange, which know, it is, the this, the person showing up after you know three, you know, after that three uh, three week period, and what's weird
0: is I, I've listened to other shows cover this and I've never heard anything about the the lifeboat survivor, which I thought was a little strange. So yeah, I've just I, I, it's weird. I don't know.
1: So. Here's some more strangeness for you to go along with with that. The SS Orang Medan is considered a mystery and the reason is is considered a mystery is because no one was found um no one has found a shipwreck registry for it at all. Okay. So like, and according to one of the sources there was not even a a mention of it in the Dictionary of Disasters at Sea from the period of 1824 to 1862.
0: Well, I mean, there there wouldn't be because this was after 1862, correct?
1: Um, I say eighteen sixty. I meant 1962. Yeah. Oh, okay. I apologize. It's like, wait a minute here. Or in the Lloyd shipping registers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if there had been something, there, it would have been in there. In either one of those. Fair enough. Um, it is no- It's known that the Silver Star was real. Although in 1947, it had been acquired by the Graceline Shipping Company, like I had previously said, yep. as the uh, Santa, uh, Santa Juana.
0: Juana or like Juanita, kind of? No, Juana. Juana, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, but there's no paper trail leading to the Orang Madan at all. Odd. Now, it, let it be said that there uh, the official... First official mention of the incident was made by the United States Coast Guard in May 1952.
0: So it was, like, years after. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's that's kind of screwed up. Almost makes you wonder, like, I know that there's some, you know, obviously some, like, rumor that the ship, quote, didn't exist because it was being used for, like, some yeah. fucking greasy shit, which. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the stories we'll definitely get into that I'm now, 100% confident. Yeah.
1: Some believe that um, the Madon did exist, but it was a ship that was registered in Sumatra. And at the time, Sumatra was a Dutch colony that formed part of what was known as the Dutch, Dutch East, East Indies. Indies. Yes.
0: Well, I mean, that would make sense. I mean, because it, it was manned by Dutchmen, right? Correct?
1: Yeah. Maybe, yes. And, I mean, if
0: if it's a Dutch ship in a Dutch colony, that would make sense.
1: Yeah. So, in Indonesian, Orang means man, and Madan is the largest city on the island of Sumatra.
0: You know know where I learned about the word Orang, meaning man? From the Orang Pendek? Little Uh, man of the forest, yeah.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Because that's the kind of fucking nerd that I am. I learned words from Bigfoot (laughs) shits.
1: So madan uh orang meaning man and madan being the largest city hence the name of the orang madan literally meaning man of but from madan
0: yep makes sense
1: you may have guessed that no records have been produced back to uh you know, to back up this assertion at all. Right. because well hey if there wasn't any records to say that it actually existed why would you want to say that you know that's how it got its name yeah you know um, I also feel that I need to circle back a little bit to the name I mentioned earlier, which was C.H. Uh, Mark Jr. And the letter he wrote. The letter he wrote happened to be to the assistant to the director of the CIA. See, I knew there was yeah. some weird shit going on here. He wrote it?
0: As soon as you get the fucking CIA or... Were they still the OSS at this point, or were they uh, the CIA, CIA by yeah. now? Uh, either way, well, as soon as you get the like, as soon as you get spooks involved, weird shit's going on.
1: Because it, it, I mean, it said right on it. It didn't. I'll get into that. <laughs> See, like <laughs> I was gonna, I was trying to give like, I'm like, no, no, I can't really talk about that right now because I want to keep it chronological. But it's like, ah,
0: uh, no. Like I said, I just didn't know if it was still the, if it was still the OSS, no, or no, the CIA at no, that CIA. point. But doesn't matter you get spooks involved and there's automatically weird shit connected yeah. to it
1: so he wrote the letter um to the assistant director of the CIA on December 5th of 1959 he spoke in the first part of it, of the letter uh, about everything that had happened with the ship and the crew and mm-hmm. you know, he basically described everything that I you know found on it uh from different sources okay he, he described it you know verbatim uh, with with some little bit of variation. There was some extras or something left out. Yeah, right, right. Now, the second page of the letter, he doesn't continue with the Orang Okay. He goes in a little bit of a different direction. He pretty much comes out to say that the tragedy may possibly have something to do do with the government's cover-up of aliens okay (laughs) he states that how captains and crews in the 18th and 19th centuries um had seen fiery spheres rising from the sea or disappearing into it
0: okay yeah fair enough
1: he also goes on to talk about ufo sightings that took place in 1500 ce
0: that's a that's a that's a Uh, minute ago In
1: 1067 CE or (laughs) also in 1216 or I mean, not 1216, sorry, uh, 216 BCE. Now, if you don't know what I mean by CE or BCE, I'm just using CE is common era, BCE is before common era. Most people say AD or BC, but I like to refer to it as that. Sorry. Um, Now, the reason why I mention the letter is that it had been kept classified until May 23rd of 2003. Jesus. Yeah. When the CIA deemed it to be, you know, not a threat and declassified it. Now, that kind of makes you think, why did the CIA classify the letter? All right. So now I saw the look on your face. In your, in I, you know the expression you gave of the sigh. Um, before we delve into this a little bit more, I just have to set, I have to go on and say that. Remember that that uh, assistant, right, to the director. How I said, you know, just said assistant director. I didn't give a name. Yes, that's because the name of the assistant to the director has been redacted, and it has been redacted right up to this day.
0: Okay, so full disclosure, this is the second time we recorded this part, because as soon as we started talking about the redacted name, we stopped fucking recording, even though I wasn't anywhere near any buttons. I've got my keyboard in my lap, my mouse on the table, and it legit stopped recording.
1: Yes. I saw his hands. (laughs) His hands were... I got my hands on my belly. (laughs) Yeah, and they were like that before. Did not do anything at all. And
0: the shit stopped recording. So anyway, that's a little fucked.
1: Yeah, so... I'm kind of like at that point. Our was, NSA
0: agent didn't like what we were saying. <laughs> must be.
1: I kind. I, I was like, as soon as I read that, I was like, what the hell? Um, no fucking way. Somebody, you know, th- didn't want doesn't want their name that or that name to be recognized. It, it almost makes thing.
0: me wonder if if it was someone who went on to do other things like that might be more public, and they don't want their name attached to something like this. Like someone who maybe went on to become like a senator or a congressperson or some shit like that, because maybe. a lot of people that come out of the CIA go into politics. We just had a dude running for fucking president that was a CIA agent.
1: Well, we also had a president that was the director of the CIA. Yeah, his name was Herbert George Herbert Walker Bush.
0: Yeah, fucking old man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, fucking. Uh, but t- what's his nuts there, Pete? Fucking. But a whatever was a CIA Oodich? agent. Yeah, he was a CIA agent. Oh, huh. Yeah.
1: Now, I, I mean, to, to you know, the the whole UFO sightings. I want to go back to that a little bit. Of course. You know, you taking do. place in fifteen hundred, sixteen. You know, th- there's just been rumors. You know, or <clears throat> not rumors. I should say um, stories of this hap- of these things happening for such a long time. Yeah. And I kind of was like, kind of right. <laughs> When I got to that point of reading his uh, letter, I kind of went, dude, you just kind of went out of, like, left field. You just started going, whoa, I bet you it was possibly this. and you know, the, the UFO, you know. Just- and you're
0: like, wait, what the fuck, dude? Where did where did we get into UFOs here? Like, we were just talking about a ship that sank and all of a sudden there's aliens involved? What yeah. the hell is going on here?
1: I mean, it's strange, you know, I but, I mean, Fucking no, Bigfoot sank it? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, not knowing— what what could have happened? Yeah, it kind of just leaves it up to possibility. You know, I, I kind of was like, okay, well maybe, you know, it could have been carbon monoxide because the ship did blow up and it is something. But I don't think that people that were you know had possibility of fresh air getting to them. Yeah, you could have died from carbon monoxide. Maybe someone else listens might not. Someone who knows might you know about that stuff. That knows the more than I do. I mean, I don't. I know a little bit, but not great a deal. You know, just let us know.
0: The other thing that I had seen was there was a possible like methane bubble that had come up from under the water and like encapsulated the ship and poisoned everybody, because <laughs> because you you do get like large amounts of methane that come up from under from like under the surface of the ocean, yeah. but I don't think that it could. I'm not a fucking geologist. I'm not a gas doctor. I'm not a smart person in general. I don't know if a fucking bubble of methane can come up and just go whoop, whoop around a boat and let everybody die and just go, okay, I think I got them all and pop. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know how that works. Like I said, I'm not a smart human. So.
1: Yeah. I, I uh, At this
0: point in time, aliens make the most fucking sense, possibly. just as much sense as anything else.
1: So. Except for, except for maybe my Bigfoot
0: thing. Maybe. Maybe that son of a bitch was on an island, just like whipping rocks water at people. Water, Bigfoot, yeah, hmm. water, Squatch. Ooh, Man. maybe it's fucking mermaids. Who knows?
1: Never know. Strong silly. So maybe ocean has weird shit that happens. That's dude. true. Look at the B- Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, people go missing. You know, in ships, planes, whatever. Everything. You know, if if it can, but it if, uh, the tale of if it can talk, I guess right. It basically goes missing. But if it's a dog, I guess it it won't.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I heard something like you know if basically if it's a, like a parrot, if the parrot can talk, it's gonna you know disappear with uh, the ship or whatever. But if it, like a dog or a I have cat, no
0: clue. <laughs> I heard, I've I never heard anything like that with the Bermuda yeah, Triangle. I again. don't know. I
1: heard, I heard that somewhere. I you know, <laughs> might just be you know full of it. But anyway, back now, to this boat that mermaids so, sunk. <laughs> yeah. So there, was a guest guy named uh, Professor Theodore Searsdorfer of Essen. Whoa. Yes, is...
0: Searsdorfer. Yes. Wow, that's a
1: fucking name, dude. Uh, he was uh from Germany. Had no way. Spent much of uh his of fi- He spent like about fifty years researching the story of the Orang Madon. Jesus. And Searsdorfer was one of the first to mention the names of the American ships that originally went in pursuit of the Orang Madan. And it refers to to anyone interested in their own research to the German booklet written in 1954, um, which was called Das Totenschiffen der Sudsee.
0: Okay, the death ship of the South Sea. Maybe <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm right. Yeah. I think I am. I yes. didn't even look it up. I was just like, wait a minute here. Yes. Yeah. you right. It's like my father-in-law is German. I think I know what I'm, I think <laughs> I've, I, <laughs> I've picked some shit up.
1: So the author of the publication was a man named Otto Malek. And he seemingly somehow knew a lot about the mysterious ship and not, just like the route it took, the but he knew the cargo it had carried, and the name of the captain as well. Okay. So he came up with the date of the of 1947, which is, what's rumored to be authenticated by the crewmen aboard the Silver Star, which was the boat that actually went and you know tried to save him. Right. Um. Now, in the booklet. They mentioned the cargo hold and what it might have uh, been stored inside of it. And according to the book, the cargo hold contained potassium cyanide in nitroglycerin. Yeah. Which, this... which nitroglycerin is, you know, go, makes things goes boom. Yes. Big bada boom.
0: And potassium cyanide makes things go dead. Yes. Very, very easily.
1: So if this is true, then it could explain why there was no official records anywhere. Because it was, you know, top secret mission to deliver things that make go boom, yeah, and make things go dead. Yeah,
0: there's some other stuff that was rumored to be smuggled on this boat too from a. Yeah, we'll get there. I think, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, um, so before we go any further, let's just take a break, and uh, you know, we'll come back. Yep. All right. So now we're we're back from the break. Uh continue on with this uh this lovely ship and uh it's all of its mysteries yeah you know and speculation and all that good stuff that goes along with it so there are those that who speculated that the ship was actually carrying a far more sinister and altogether more dangerous cargo which was biological weapons manufactured by japanese scientists yes as the resu- result result of insidious experiments that even the Nazi regime would balk at. Oh,
0: dude, the the shit that they did...
1: They actually smuggled out of Japan.
0: The shit that they did at Unit 731 would have given Joseph Mengele a fucking coronary.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, this was... We're not
0: going to go too far into it because that's going to be its own episode. Uh, They were fucking awful.
1: Yeah, Kevin mentioned 731, which it was... 731, it was designed to be a secret research and development meant to create the most dangerous chemical and biological weapons to to help establish Japanese supremacy. Uh, Unit 731 was formed sometime in 1932 by the Japanese bacteriologist called Shiro Ishii, who conducted terrible experiments during the Second World War. Yes, he did. Yeah, so...
0: So... I mean, yeah, I mean, there was definitely some shit going on with with 731 that. uh, Because I know that there was a lot of the scientists that were there as part of the Japanese surrender. Um, MacArthur was like, listen, we're going to allow you to surrender, but you're going to turn over all of this information to us. We're going to take these scientists kind of like what they did with paperclip, but much worse, to be honest, like this is. All the stuff that they took, like all the biological, chemical, all that shit, that information should have been destroyed. Nobody needs to have yes. any of that. Now, um,
1: in 731, we are going to cover it. Yeah. It was like, I mean, yeah, just because the biological crap, whatever. Well, there was a lot more, and it was like you thought Joseph Megala was an asshole. These guys, I think, made him look like a freaking saint. He he
0: wouldn't have been able to stomach what they were doing there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, mean, that's like, like some of the stuff I think he would have been like, whatever, like when they're doing like vivisections, which are dissecting a live conscience, you know, conscious human being. I don't think he would have cared so much about, but some of the other shit that they were doing to people that he would have been like, ah, this is too much. I cannot do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Yeah.
0: And the way that they talked about the people that they were experimenting on, they. Because the place was – if I remember correctly – one second, though. I mean, like, if I remember correctly, I think it was disguised as, like, a lumber camp. uh So whenever – like, the doctors are eating lunch, they're asking, like, how many logs did you cut today? Referring to the people that they were doing all this awful, nasty, fucked up shit to. Um, Yeah. Fucking gross, dude. Like –
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean – so that's, I guess – Guess that's the SS Rang Madan, which I mean beyond the the initial story, you know. Which I mean, it's sort of backed up by different, you know, um, the the crew amongst the Silver Star and some other little things. It's kind of like one of those ones that you don't really know. There's no why? explanation, I don't think we'll ever yeah. find one and you don't know what's what it was really doing out there, or yeah why you know what it was doing, why it was doing it what it was what it was in its cargo hold
0: I, I'm in the camp that they were smuggling stuff from the Japanese that that was part of the arrangement was to get some of this information and research, and I think that's what the ship was contracted to do yeah,
1: I mean, plus also don't really know what happened to the the crew. Kind of strange, you know. Pretty much all of them dead, right? And not you know, kind of uh, wide-eyed, googly-eyed, you know. Just, just like almost like they fell right in place. And to have a dog that's kind of baring its teeth, snarling. You know what was it? What was it mad at? What was right. it? You know, I mean, dogs just don't you know snarl for no reason. No, they have, um, they have to be mad about something.
0: So just for shits and kicks, I'm going to look up and see what potassium cyanide does to the human body. Hmm. Um, Physical properties, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So you can get it through inhalation, ingestion, or precutaneous absorption. So you can absorb it through your skin. Yeah. Um, Non-sudden death patients are clinically divided into four stages. Uh, Prodromial period uh, with mucosal irritation deepening of breath fatigue headache oral tongue tip and oral numbness okay so your mouth goes numb that kind of would suck dipensia uh breathing difficulty elevated blood pressure bright red skin uh seizures coma respiratory failure um muscles were loosened during the paralysis period respiration uh, i'm sorry uh respiratory heartbeat stopped and stoppage and death um Okay. So if 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 it was potassium cyanide poisoning there would have been signs of it they would have been you know they would have been discolored they would have looked like they had choked to death like if they had, somebody had their mouth open their tongue would have been swollen yeah. and probably purple i would imagine um so i don't think it's potassium cyanide
1: uh, maybe but maybe some of them only had like i mean some of them they did probably could have got that but maybe it wasn't you know the the discoloration, maybe they didn't have, you know, the swelling, any of that stuff. Uh, but I mean – But also they were they were decaying quickly. Right. I mean, like we kind of said, could have been, you know, because of the heat. But that kind of made me think that they'd be swelling, you know, bloating up from the heat, you know, because, uh, you know, bodies do bloat yep. from the heat and they could pop.
0: Or let's take a fucking Jonathan Mayberry fucking approach to this and say – they had all this shit from 731, from Unit 731, that mm. was not good shit to have, and aliens stopped them. True. Hey, who do you fucking, you know. True. How many times have there been UFO sightings near nuclear testing sites or uh, missile silos? There was one in, uh, fuck, I remember if it was like Montana or one of the Dakotas, where they were doing a, um, like, they were doing, like, just, like, like system maintenance on the computers, and there was a UFO sighting, and the next thing you know the fucking missiles are reacting like they've been like, uh, yeah. Triggered to fire. Yep, And everybody's freaking out and then nothing, just, just nothing happened. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not a big alien guy, but maybe it was fucking aliens.
1: Well, wasn't that, uh, um, um, uh, fuck. What was that? What was it in, uh, Nebraska or where the hell was that? Uh, NORAD or whatever, where we have all the...
0: NORAD? That's in Colorado. Uh, uh, Cheyenne Mountain. Che-
1: Cheyenne Mountain. That was at Cheyenne Mountain where that happened.
0: Oh, it's happened in more than one place.
1: Oh, I thought... Because I heard heard about the the Cheyenne Mountain. Yeah,
0: the, it's happened at Cheyenne Mountain, and I think it happened in one of the... I remember if it was one of the Dakotas or Montana because there's... Like, out through there, they've got a bunch of the, like, nuclear warheads and shit stored for... But my, my, my Defensive it, net kind of stuff.
1: I kind of go back to that whole uh, the CIA thing, you know? were they actually were yeah could yeah could they have been smuggling stuff out were oh I'm they, sure. were they CIA operatives smuggling things out you know and that was the reason why it was classified and the letter you know, because this guy got too damn close to the answers and was like oh shit you know we're gonna we're gonna classify this we're gonna put this away. And, but we're also not going to declassify the name of the assistant to the director because well, hmm, maybe we're gonna put two and two together. you know people.
0: I don't know I'm, I'm still almost thinking that it's because they wanted to do something else and they just didn't want their they didn't want this person's name connected to it. Yeah, maybe which
1: would lead to suspicion of something
0: right. I mean, when, when was the the CIA document?
1: Uh, the the letter was written yeah uh 12 5 1959 okay so, so I'm almost fist.
0: wondering if maybe it was someone who
1: which is seven years after
0: right I'm, I'm wondering if it was postcards. maybe maybe a CIA agent that had something uh like maybe they were involved in Korea or somewhere and they didn't want their the person's name getting out to protect them for some reason
1: yeah but until right up until this day though
0: but I mean Sometimes shit like that gets overlooked and it's like, well, why bother declassifying it? It doesn't really matter, you know, because yeah. there's still shit from World War II that's not declassified. And it's most likely because they just fucking forgot about it.
1: Or they don't want it to be declassified because it like kinda... the German
0: werewolf program that they found out about. Probably, you know, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they had them. How yeah. else do you explain? Uh... I think they had them earlier than that. I think the Germans made werewolves during World War One. Could have been that the Hound of Mons. <laughs> so I mean,
1: eh, hard telling, not knowing. Pretty crazy, sure they made werewolves. Crazy, crazy people. Those Germans. Yes. Uh, so this is one of those strange topics that
0: uh, we'll never have answers for. Just like no. Tunguska.
1: Yeah, definitely. Fucking
0: I, leave it that way. There has to. We. I like having mystery in the world.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of leaves that speculation, and you kind of get a lot of that. Uh, paranoia mm-hmm. and, you know, the tinfoil hat-wearing people that kind of make up things or, or have heard something, well, it's got to be speculative about it. Oh, it's got to be this. We, or... y- you know what's
0: unfair? It's I know. Like,
1: I'm one of those tinfoil hat It's
0: not know. even tinfoil. It's aluminum foil. Whatever. So it doesn't even stop the waves.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Aluminum It aluminum doesn't do shit. You just can't microwave it.
1: Uh, yeah, because it makes sparks. It does.
0: It makes, does. That It does. Big,
1: big, big sparks.
0: So what else we got? Anything else?
1: No, it's a little short episode. Yeah. And- I mean, like there,
0: there's other stuff that we're going to have to cover in the future. That's like unsolved mystery because it will never be solved. Like uh, the Dyatlov Pass. Yes. I still think it was a Yeti, but that's just me. Um, th- There's tons of other shit. Uh, Anjikuni Lake, where a whole fucking tribe went missing up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows why.
1: Oh, just, I, was it? just recently there was a uh, ghost ship that just uh, washed ashore. Where the hell was that? It was in, like,
0: Korea, wasn't it?
1: Uh, no, I thought
0: Or was it a Korean ship?
1: Uh, I don't know. I thought it was. Wasn't it, like, in uh, England, Scotland, uh, like, washed ashore there or something like that? Hmm. I don't know. I,
0: I know there was one a few years ago that was headed for Ireland, and then they sent, like, a, a small crew out to it. And they realized that something had happened with the ship, like, the life support systems, so that they abandoned it. And uh, they ended up sinking the ship because it was fucking full of rats and they didn't know if they had diseases and stuff. So they sunk it before it got to the shore. Just, you know. Hey. Hey, who the fuck wants the bubonic plague again?
1: Exactly.
0: What's got two thumbs and doesn't want that shit? The human race. (laughs) (laughs) Little
1: fucking goddamn flea-infested bastards. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, they still get that shit over in China in small doses, too, and, like, Small like lower population areas, they still get like bubonic plague and fucking shit like that that was been killing people for thousands of years. But
1: well, I mean, we had places like that, you know, in New York. I mean, yeah, fun. but it was bad here in New York. Yeah,
0: that like not still now though is what no, I'm saying. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> you know? not that bad. Yeah.
1: So yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's the that's the lovely episode nice. for this week. It's short, sweet, yeah. you know. Kind of interesting, I felt. And we figured after
0: last week was two and a half hours.
1: (laughs) We'll go sign that again.
0: And we figured after last week, which was like, I don't know, two and a half hours or something like that. It's like, let's do a short one.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll rope it back in. Plus we also got
1: got Seth back. That's true.
0: For an episode. Yep. It
1: was good. So yeah. Random appearance. This is one of those episodes where you want to have those earbuds or headphones from Studio. Yeah, because if not, this fucking
0: CIA is going to shut your phone off like exactly. they did my computer.
1: Exactly. So go over to Studio.com and pick up those headphones or earbuds. Or if you don't really give a rat's ass, you know, if someone else hears it or not, pick up their new Get Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah. And put it into your checkout basket. Go to checkout, put the promo code of. Dark Windows 15 in? Yep. To get 15% off your entire purchase.
0: Go over to Patreon. You can find us there. Um, we have four different levels. Everything from the $5 and up level will get you a bonus episode once a month. Um, and if you don't want it, if you're feeling generous and you want that $20 level, we'll send you a t shirt. You mm-hmm. know where we're going to get that t shirt from? We're going to get that t shirt from darkwindowspod.threadless.com.
1: Good transition.
0: Because we got t shirts. You know what? Hey, what? fuck it. You uh, you want to give us the twenty dollar Patreon episode? You want to get a, get on that level? You let me know what color shirt you want. We'll give you a different color shirt. It doesn't have to be black with classic white logo. It doesn't have to be white with classic black logo. We can do any different color as long as you have a white or black logo.
1: There you go. All
0: kinds of different shit. So look it up. I'll go look at that. See what you want. Then be like, hey, I want a bonus episode and my fucking t shirt and a sticker made
1: in house at Dark Window Studios because mm-hmm. that's how we roll.
0: And uh, we'll hook you up.
1: Yeah. And uh, if you happen to forget any of this, you can email us at darkwindowspod.gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. We're the only one on there. Yep. I live on the Facebook page. He, yes, he does. <laughs> the Dark Windows Podcast. If someone
0: comments on something or posts something, I'm all on it. I'm like, oh, what's this?
1: <laughs> or somebody joins the Facebook page. He's like, boom. And I kind of like go, oh, hey, look, I can I can add him. Damn.
0: But I, 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 I also like to check and see what people are answering for that question, just out of curiosity.
1: Yeah. Not like we're going to say no to you anyway. <laughs> but. Uh, hey, find us on there. You can you can hit us up. Uh, I'm Kevin Heyer. You know, you'll see me posting from time to time.
0: I'm, I'm Kevin Carlton. I'm pretty the much fucking, the lifeblood of it. Yeah, I, so. I live there because, like, I have nothing else to do. <laughs> and my job allows me to play on my phone occasionally, so I do that a lot.
1: <laughs> and I will find shit to do on my phone. You can also find us on Instagram at DarkWindowsPod and on Twitter at DarkWindowsPod. You sure fucking can. Yeah, we try to post on there, you know, quite a bit. we We, sh- we got to get more into posting, but... Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's the episode for this week, folks. So with that being said,
0: just cause you can't see out into the dark, doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. It was UFOs. It probably was UFOs. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to go with. I think.